The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terramina. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Terramina, blogger of the Dragon Insider, blogger of Inside the OAA. One of the hosts of Tween Terraminas and also one of the hosts of the new show, Last Three Brain Cells. <laughs> yeah, it's a, that's a fun show. It is. Um, uh, what do you call it? Fantasy football. Fantasy football all show. Good we'll stuff. talk college football a little bit. I mean, me and Ian Weatherspoon, actually, I'm host the show. Yep. Um, and uh, that one's not on uh, camera-wise. That's still no. just uh, on SoundCloud. So yep, if you go to orionontv.org and click on... Uh, a video on demand. Scroll down to SoundCloud. You can listen to the last three brains. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's a it's a it's a new show that we me and Ian do. I mean, like we do that um on the local voice on SoundCloud. Um, you know, so it's a great show. I encourage everybody if you want your fantasy football information from me. I mean, like um, tune in. I encourage you to do that. Um, I do. Before, How did your team do? I'm on the verge of being Anthony this week. Hey. Um, I do want to send my <laughs> condolences to oh, um. Yeah. To um Stony Creek High School, um Absolutely. they had a 17 year old um Elijah Volchit. She um was struck by a car on Monday, October 18. She passed away. Um, the community raised more than a hundred thousand dollars to um help with their help with the medical bills. Um, it's unfortunate. You know what I mean? That um it is. You know, I, you know, you, know I, you you can say thoughts and prayers all you want. Um. Send them out if you got them. Mm-hmm. Uh, donate if you can. I know a lot. of I people... can't imagine the parents. It's and the unfortunate thing too, Sammy, is in the story is this fellow student. Yeah, was, was fellow driving student. the yeah, car. Was that, driving the car. Yeah. So to to that person and their family too, right? Our condolences and only nation here to um, absolutely Elijah Volk and her family. Um, let's look at. Everything around the league this week. I mean, we got to talk playoffs. They were announced. Um, obviously, we'll talk yeah. that. But we got the roundup. Obviously, we got to look at it as well. Um, a lot of things happened. A lot of things happened. You know what I mean? A lot of a lot of things we got to talk about this week. Um, I mean, starting what happened last week in week nine. So here's the roundup. You didn't take it away. All right. All right, okay. So the last games of the regular season were concluded in the football and all that good stuff. And my goodness, could we have asked for a more interesting final regular season matchups than we had mm-hmm. last Friday and Saturday? Yep. All right, to get it underway. Bloomfield Hills, uh, Sammy's favorite team in the OAA. No, 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 no. <laughs> 21-10 over Troy, a big win, undefeated season, takes the crown. And uh, Andrew Sierpersky, uh, what can you say about this guy? Uh, tied for fourth best in the MHSA history with four interceptions in one game? Yep. Insane. Mm-hmm. Also had a 13-yard TD reception. Cole Rodriguez, nine-yard TD run for Bloomfield Hills. Max Stromberg, 33-yard TD pass. To Xavier Newell for Troy. I was shocked that they shut down Darius White in that game. It happened. Bloomfield it happened. Hills. And we're going to talk about who do they see in the, net, yep. in the first round of the playoffs. Yikes. Avondale completes the turnaround on the season. They're back. Are they back? Taking down Troy Athens 30-10, to 10, Sammy. I think a lot of that has to do with their quarterback back. 
Jake Herzog. I think he's back, and that explains uh, a lot. Obviously, that's a huge, mm-hmm. huge turnaround. Berkeley 42-8 over Pontiac. Uh, tough way to uh, for Pontiac the end of the season, but you know we sh- they're showing signs of they're improvement. They're showing great signs. They're showing positive signs. Ex- ap- absolutely, and Berkeley with 42 doing what Berkeley does. Mm-hmm. Frazier takes down Royal Oak 54 to 13. Harper Woods 23-6 over Ecorse. Uh, Farmington 28-6 over Ferndale. Jacob Sanders two rushing TDs. Dominic uh, Peschel two passing touchdowns for Farmington. Mm-hmm. Anwar Huron takes care of Rochester, 31-14. That was a head scratch for me. That one. I mean, I didn't think that Ro- I didn't think that Anwar Huron would go into Rochester and win that game. I just yeah, go eight in, and one. Go into Rochester. Yeah, they're eight and one now, but you know, still. Yeah. Yes, uh, but yeah, that was a bit of a surprise. I thought it'd be tighter, mm-hmm. if not an outright win for Rochester. Mm-hmm. Uh, Traverse City Central, 56, North Farmington, zero. We kind of saw that kind uh, coming. Yeah, we did. It's unfortunate that's how they ended their season uh, at home mm-hmm. with that uh, crazy lopsided loss. Adams continues to do it. Adams does, 42-6 over Detroit Renaissance. Griffin Henke, three rushing touchdowns. Joey Shallow and Brady, a pre-score, and re- uh, have a receiving touchdown each for Adams. Clarkston continues the roll through the regular season. 50-28 to 28 over Oak Park. Ethan Clark, I think he was in the 300-yard uh, yeah. range. Almost 400. Five touchdowns or four? Five. Okay, we lost count. <laughs> so four touchdowns for Clarkston. 330. Seven yards. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, Sterling Heights-Stevenson, 24-23 over Groves. That was a good heartbreaker. game. That was a good game, Adam. Beverly Hills. That was a really good game there. Uh, uh, Stavons, Panos, nine-yard TD run. Uh, and uh, who was that? Uh, BG trailed, uh, Yep. what was 24 it? 24-7, but came back and couldn't get the two-point conversion. They had a chance. Groves goes down uh, 24-23. Stony Creek, 43-21 over Seaholm. Uh, Jacob Best, 58-yard 58 58-yard TD run, also had a passing touchdown to Jonah McKay. Zach Hagler, uh, two rushing touchdowns. Luke McKay, also a rushing touchdown. John Fogler, 22-yard rushing touchdown and a fumble recovery for Stony Creek. Uh, West Bloomfield, 42-24 over Utica Eisenhower. Brandon Davis, Swan, three sacks. D'Angelo Thomas, kickoff return for a touchdown. What? Yep. Samaj Morgan does what he does best. Four touchdowns, three receiving, and one throwing. Yep. Dwayne Herring, Rickwan Nance, three passing touchdowns all to Morgan for West Bloomfield. They are clicking on all cylinders. And also Dylan Tatum had a rushing touchdown. Of course he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> mm-hmm. River Rouge 45, Southfield A&T 44, and another heartbreaker. Aaron Marshall, three passing and one rushing TDs. Uh, Davion Young, uh, two receiving touchdowns, uh, and Javon Jones rushing touchdown for A&T. That was on television. That was on Valley Sports Detroit. Yeah, I, I caught the second half of that one. Mm-hmm. Defense, defense, defense. Where can Best you be? straight game, they gave up over 40. Yeah, but both sides, tough on the D. Mm-hmm. Oxford continues to show why they are the team to talk about in the second half of the OAA season. Oxford 29-28 over Chippewa Valley. John uh Asusto, game-winning two-yard TD run, had successful two-point conversion to 
to get the win for Oxford. Unbelievable. It was crazy over there. On the, on the road. It was at Oxford. It was. Okay, good. There you go. There's your three-point swing it if you're on the home. <laughs> it was at Oxford. Good for them because, you know, on the road, maybe that doesn't But Oxford's proven they can win on the road, though. They have, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about them. Uh-huh. All right. Celine, 34-21 over Lake Orion. A little closer than we thought it might be. It was a good hard-fought game. Kyler Carson had two rushing touchdowns. James Patterson had an interception return for a touchdown for Lake Orion. That's it for the OA Rundown. All right, a lot to unpack there. A lot of close games, Sammy. Some close games, a lot of blowouts. I mean, like, obviously, the um, probably when you look at a lot of people talked about was the um, Loopy Hills-Troy game. Um, yes. That was a really odd score. I mean, like, Loopy Hills technically did not score three touchdowns. I mean, like, their traditional three touchdowns yes. of seven points. I mean, they had, a, they, had, they had a couple field goals put in there. Um, it was 15 and 18 and 21. I mean, like, so they found a way to score. They found a way to score in that game against Troy. I mean, like, but it was a turnover fest in that game a little bit. I mean, well, four he, interceptions. Andy Sapersky did. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, I can't. And that was tied. You said it was tied, was tied for, for the, um, sec for, um, there was at least three guys that had five and then like, um, most fourth of best. Big, yep. In so, all time. All time. Yeah, that's wild. To throw up to um, why if you're Troy, if you're Chris Bridger, why would you throw his way? No, no kidding. Why would you but, throw? His but way? you know, sometimes those kids are that good that no matter what you do, mm-hmm. you put they coaches will put them in their position, but they find a way. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? I mean, those those star players find a way. Absolutely, they find a way. I mean, like you got to look at obviously. He put a Sapersky put a mark in this game. I mean, obviously, when you look at Bloomfield Hills, obviously, you know, they have a quarterback in C.J. Jackson. They have Shane Winter. They have Andrew Sapersky. They have a kicker. They have a good kicker as well. I mean, like, so when you look at this game here for Bloomfield Hills, you're riding high going into the postseason, undefeated. If you're, and then let's look at the other side. If you're Troy, you know, you're coming off an eight. You're coming off a tough loss to Bloomfield Hills. You yes. lost the blue title. Now you got to pick yourself back up and get ready for, you know, get ready for the postseason. So wasn't that the title bout? It was the title it bout. It was the title bout. Mm-hmm. But but for Bloomfield, but for Troy, I mean, like, you know, obviously, you need more from Darius Whiteside. You know, you need more from him, and then you need more from, you know, if you can get more for out of him, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it'll be fine. I mean, the, the only thing that concerns me with Bloomfield Hills is if they had to result to touchdowns, right? Mm-hmm. They can't find the end zone. Right. That can be problematic. But again, the Cole deep... Rodriguez had a good touchdown for them, rushing touchdown. Yeah, but what you're saying, you know, they were, they had issues. They were kicking yeah. field goals and such. Mm-hmm. Playoffs. Sometimes you just got to find a way to score. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. And talking about who they're going to be matched up with in yeah. the first round, you need touchdowns. Yeah, against that team. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean. I mean, then you look at others. I mean, obviously, probably the biggest head scratcher I know you were really surprised about was that 56 nothing um, blow up by Traverse City Central over North Farmington. You knew Traverse City Central had. I knew they were coming in. I, I want to say I was surprised at it, but it's one of those yikes, right? It's a tough way to end the season. They were limping into this game, and. They started off hot. Yeah. I mean, they were 3-0. and I mean, like, they were 3-0. and They just, they beat. 
Farmington to kick off the year. They stun Lake Orion, and then they be, they blow out Groves. I mean, like, and then the game that really doomed their season was when they let 17 nothing at Oak Park. Yes. And then all of a sudden, that's when everything started it, falling it, apart. Yeah, and you're – what do you do? Is it a confidence thing? Is it, you know – but we know Traverse City Central is no slouch. We, I think they're the favorite in Division Two. Oh, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely, Sammy. And so you bring somebody in like that who is hotter than hot, and you guys are limping along, and it's a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. So they just got to regroup, forget this season, move on, and they try to lose, rebuild. They do lose Jasper Beeler. They lose them. Aaron Rice. I mean, they do have Ryan Shelby coming back. Program strength a big time concern for North Farmington mm. next year, and I think that's something that um, if you're Coach John Herstein, you got to address that. I mean, program strength over there at North Farmington just doesn't look very good going forward, and that's a big yeah. concern. Well, you're hoping they can bounce back, and mm-hmm. you know, you just forget about 21. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, and then you look at other scores around yeah. there. Obviously, um. You know, what game really head-scratched you? A head-scratcher? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I had a head-scratcher. I was pleased to see Lake Orion and Celine that it wasn't some 60-bagel uh, affair. You know, uh, Dragons played tight. They played or they played, played it kind of close. They were respectable. Going into Celine, you know, is no easy task. No. So that was, you know, as a homer here, sure, yeah, that that made me feel okay. Maybe we can build on that. Um, the one game that I r- was following and had to know the results was the Clarkston Chippewa Valley game. Oxford Chippewa, or Ox, excuse me, Oxford Chippewa Valley. Mm-hmm. That was my game of the week. They've been the team that I've been really, you know, like, wow, what is happening up there? You know, I can it, tell you what's uh, happening there. Good things. I mean. When you have a senior-heavy team like Oxford does, you have a very good quarterback in Brady Carpenter. Yes. You have John Achusto, who has filled that running back role really nicely. Yes. Trent Mears starting to become more of a tight end. Um, and then you look at, obviously, um, I mean, like, it, it, I mean, Alc Brown there has been solid at wide receiver. I mean, like, it's their senior class. It's, you know what I mean? It's been it's it's awesome. Been, it's been huge. It's been great to watch. We mm-hmm. saw at the beginning of the season. We knew the gauntlet they were running. Yes, and that was a murder's roll with schedule. Horrible, right? Horrible There's only schedule. a couple other teams in the OA that had something similar, right? Lake Orion and South a and are probably the only two I know that have murder's roll schedule. Tough, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, just like you go, ooh, boy. And what do they do? They ride that schedule into the playoffs. Yeah, they're riding it in. Into the playoffs. And Big win against the Scott Merchant-type t- team. I mean, that is a monster win against that team. Absolutely. And for Oxford to just to, – and then credit to Coach Jack Lyon for going for – the win, you know, going putting your season on the line. I mean, like you're putting your whole season on the line, and then they convert to win that game. I mean, like, can, can you imagine the boost those kids are feeling? It's like we're going to go win this game. Mm-hmm. We're going to win this game, and they went out there and they did it. And they were up twenty-one nothing early at halftime against Chippewa. They were up twenty-one. Then Chippewa came back, storming back, storming back. That third quarter took the lead twenty-eight twenty-one, and then Oxford. Found a way. They scored a touchdown late with about a minute to go. Got the two-point conversion. Unbelievable. You know, huge win for Coach Jack Lyon and his team. It's a it's a character win for that team over there at Oxford. Oh, absolutely. Character win. Absolutely. It's one of those uh it's one of those W's that you're gonna talk about for a long time. 
Because what did we see? Limping along, losing games, tough, tough start to the season. And then they go in 506. Yeah. And the 506 wasn't some cupcake no. roll of, no. uh, you know, you know, dessert treats on a platter. I mean, no. these are tough teams. Yeah. I mean, like, and then to win at least like, three of them were on the road. You know what I mean? Yes. To say the least. I yeah. mean, like, you know, and then um, that that's another important step. I mean, this team knows how to win on the road. I mean, they can go into yeah. somebody's house and win. You know, it's not just winning on the blue turf. It's just going winning on the road. And I think that's the thing that Oxford's really done. Yeah. And that, has, and you know, that's so hard to do. It is. And a consistently win on the road. Mm-hmm. It's so difficult because you have to be dialed in. Right. You have to tune out the noise. And you have to be ready to go. Mm-hmm. If you're not ready to go, any night on the road around the OAA or whomever you're going to play in Southeast Michigan could be a disaster. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. When you look at Oxford, I mean, like their road, obviously, one of the most murder schedules uh, I've ever seen in a long time. I mean, like, you know, they didn't look good against Romeo. They didn't look good against Adams. I mean, like, yeah. you know, I think the game that really turned it around, you know, was that um, win at Lake Orion. I think that was the one that won it. You know what I mean? See, that, their season around. That that started it, right? Mm-hmm. That gave them the boost, the confidence. They take down their big rival, mm-hmm. and that momentum carried them. I think that it was like a snowball effect. Well, and then they had that game with West Bloomfield as well when they lost by 10. You know yes, what I mean? but they held tight. Held tight, right? That yeah. was a tight game. Mm-hmm. And so they knew they could play with anyone. Mm-hmm. And when you believe that, yeah. you can play, you with, can anyone, play with anyone, and you can beat and you anyone. You can beat anyone, and that's what happened. That's what Oxford did. Exactly. And I, I think Oxford, in my opinion, they are the story of the second half of this season. You know what? I have to agree with you, Ian. I have to agree with you. Oxford is the set. It's, it's the story. story. That's the story. It's the story, because when you look at Oxford, um, when I looked at my final rankings, I mean, I had Oxford finishing at four. You know, and that's something I did not expect with Oxford was I said, okay, how is this team going to do with that murder's row with schedule? I mean, like during media day, yeah. I said to my, I said, <laughs> I felt so bad for these kids. I felt so bad that you know that that schedule looked yeah. vicious and it looked, and there were some proven heavyweights. In yes, there. I mean, absolutely. You know, beside the red, you had to play Romeo. You had to play Adams. You had to play Chippewa Valley. I mean, like that's brutal. Yeah. And then Rochester, we know about them. I mean, we'll talk to them in a minute, yeah. but but. It's that schedule. It's just so brutal, and to and having we'll call it the second year of Coach Line's uh, tenure right mm-hmm. at Oxford. It really was the first in a way, yeah. Because you know, talking to the other coaches, we know last year was just kind of let's get through it. Mm-hmm. Kids will play. Let's get some mental health in here. You know, like just get help the kids. Get mm-hmm. these kids out there and playing. This was the first season, and what did you see? And you saw progress. Oh. You saw a lot yeah. of experience. You know what I mean? Oxford had a – I mean, I think they have started They used to, the players they had, to, right? Mm-hmm. They put them in the right positions and used them the best they could. It was I amazing. think when you look at Oxford, obviously, you know, you know the changing of the guard, you know, the changing of the helmets, obviously, was a symbol of that. Um, but when you look at the Wildcats, I mean, like, the next few years, I mean, this senior class – has been really, really good for Oxford. Oh, absolutely. Really good. I mean, like, you know, and there was a lot of talent on this senior class. I mean, there's no doubt there. Um, the problem that I have is when you look at Oxford, is can they sustain it? Yes. You know, that's the big question heading into next year. I mean, yeah. 
I mean, their JV had some struggles this year. I mean, their freshman was pretty good. Um, they, their freshman went eight and one. So now you got to look at program strength with Zach Lyons' team. Yeah, can they sustain? That is, and we've seen that question. with uh, Wildcat teams in the past. Mm-hmm. They come out and they have what three key po- uh, players: a strong running back, strong quarterback, a tight end that is just a beast, or a receiver that's a beast. Solid defense, mm-hmm. and they graduate. And what do you get the next year? Yeah, mediocre play, five hundred or under. Can it's they from two thousand eighteen to two thousand nineteen? That's the big question for Coach Zach Lyon. Yeah. It's going to be can they sustain? That is the big, big question. I'm looking at Oxford next year. Yeah. I mean, like you know, so there are a lot of questions surrounding Oxford. Yeah, can they sustain it? But right now, right now, they're riding high, they're riding baby. high, baby. You're riding <laughs> high, baby. Um, Good I stuff. do. I do want to talk. We got to talk Avondale here. I mean, you yes. you were just going like, what are you thinking here? I mean, like, uh, they come in to beat Athens 30-10, to 10, basically eliminated Troy Athens from playoff contention. Shock. And. I can't believe that. Good for them. They finished if, four and five, but if, they're in the playoffs because of, because of Division three. Uh, are we going to, are we talking, are we going to do matchups now and stuff? Uh, we'll wait in that. All right, because. Pre show, we were talking about who made it, who's in, who's out, mm-hmm. who knocked, whatever, who's the playoff points. It literally made my head explode. Mm-hmm. Like, I go, you cannot be serious. Like, mm-hmm. some of the teams in the OA that made it in, some that some that did not. Mm-hmm. Avondale, obviously, they're doing something right right now. I think Jake Herzog and being they got back in. big time. Yeah, they're in. Yeah. And uh, kudos to them. They beat Coach Corey Bell and his staff. Yes. They beat a decent Athens team Mm -hmm. and uh, soundly. I could not believe that. I was shocked. And it got him in. It got him in. You know what I mean? It got him in. I mean, anytime. And then you look at obviously, you know, with them, I mean, now, you know, nobody expected this from Avondale. I mean, they struggled. You know what I mean? They had some. Oh, tough losses. They, I mean, they struggled lost to big. Farmington two weeks ago, and I said to myself, "There's no way it's they over. can make it." You no. know what I mean? Then they beat Athens. I mean, like, <laughs> what the heck? I know uh, it, it's it's one of those. Did Athens come in sleepwalk and think they're gonna roll over them? I mean, you know, could they be overlooked? Going, hey, we're you know, I I just don't get it. I know they're a good team. They're an athletic team, obviously. I mean, like, I, I mean, like, yes, we've been talking about it all season. Going, mm-hmm. what is wrong with Avondale? What's their deal? What's the deal? I mean, like, I think that they did with. They must have changed something. They must have. They must have changed offensive identity or something. They must have. You know, well, they they got it done and they're in. They got it done and they're in Division and, Three. And this is the. Uh, you know the playoff point system. This is the first year of it, right? This is the first year of it, and we're finding, right. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple teams. I'm kind of laughing, going, "This is is this what we're going to be dealing with?" There's a couple teams that were six and three that didn't make the playoffs. Didn't get in. Yeah, I mean, like, and then you look at obviously um a team that <laughs> was um we thought would get in. You know, Rochester was a team we thought would get yes, in. Yes, and they didn't. And they didn't. I mean, the way they lost Ann Arbor Huron, you know what I mean? Like Ann Arbor Huron's a heck of a team. They're a good team, but you know, I was surprised that they didn't get in. You know, yes. I, mean? I was surprised that. You know what hurt? What hurts here? Is Stony Creek yes. was the first team out in Division One. Yes, I mean it, Frazier barely snuck in past them. A tenth of a point. A tenth Sammy. of a point. And I'll tell you, and I think I know what happened there. That Thursday night game between Detroit Cast Tech and Orchard Lake St. Mary's, what that game got Detroit Cast Tech in the playoffs, 
That basically bumped moves, everybody. Bumped everybody, and it bumps Stony Creek out. So that tells you you're not in charge of your own destiny. No, you're not. I don't care for that, man. I don't like it. No. I don't like it. And uh, now this brings up another Because if you were watching Stony Creek, that's a playoff team all day. Yes, it is. Playoff team. And now you look at and now you look at this. Now here's the question I have for you. Ugh. Eight <laughs> games, everybody makes the playoffs. Do you think that happens next year? Well I know we talked with several coaches about this, but now yes. this opens the door. Well, I don't know. I, because I'd like to see like some other leagues. Mm-hmm. If they had teams that got bumped like this. How is Rochester on a playoff team? Any other year they're a playoff team. Sure. Stoney is a playoff team. Sure. Avondale gets in. Avondale gets in. Because a, couple, a couple a couple wins gets them in. A lot of that they're in D3, you know what I mean? Whereas, I know, but still they're in and so other people are at home. Mhm. It just blows my mind. I just I it's I I knew this was going to happen. And then you look at of course Playing a strength of schedule component, obviously, it helped Oxford, but it certainly didn't help Lake Orion or A&T. No, no, at, not know? at all, no. I mean, like, playing that type I mean, of schedule. I mean, Lake Orion needed another W. But yes, they like, did. I mean, straight up, they needed another win. Mm-hmm. They get another win, I think they, they potentially could. If they had four, they potentially could have. But it all depends on, I mean, Stoney's out by a tenth of a point. Yes. And if it was, th- th- those margins were so tight. That any other team winning or losing down the line out of OAA could have rippled it all about, and they could have been out by a tenth of a point mm-hmm. if it was that close. And Stony doesn't get in. So this is so this is our new reality, everyone. Yes, yeah, our new reality, right? Playoff points. Playoff points. You know what I mean? It's a new um, reality. And then you look at, of course, you know, I'll be honest with you, the game on Valley Sports Detroit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought. Eight, this game, I thought Bloopy Hills and Troy should have been on Valley Sports. That's how I thought. Personally. For a league title. For a league title. Both teams undefeated. Yes. But, you know, they went with River Rouge and A&T. Why? I don't know why. I don't know well, why. Well, I mean, well, one thing, the entertainment value of that game was pretty high. Yeah, I mean, it was really high. You're talking uh, 45-44 uh, mm-hmm. shootout. Rouge needed a two-point conversion to win that game, you know, with about 28 seconds to go. Yeah. And... There was a lot of action of the, the mm-hmm. 10 minutes I was watching in the second half. I'm like, whoa, there was a lot going on. Well, you got to look, look at obviously both offenses have been stout all year, and then both teams defensively looked horrendous. Horrible. And then, so that explains a lot of it, you know. Yeah. But for A&T's sake, obviously, for me with A&T, program strength is a big concern for them. I mean – Yes, Isaiah Marshall's coming back. They have another good receiver coming back. But when you look at A&T, program strength is a big concern for me, for Coach Aaron Marshall. It is yeah. a big, big concern. I mean, Isaiah Marshall's going to be back next year, obviously. I mean, like, but you got to address your program strength. And I don't know if. Well, you, you mentioned that about other teams as mm-hmm. well, right? This North Farmington. North Farmington, A&T, A&T. basically in the same boat. I mean, you can throw Pontiac in there, too. You can too, throw Pontiac and, in there, yeah. Uh, Berkeley's kind of settled in, right? We heard a couple years ago they had issues, but now they're settling in the rock and rolling. Yep. Program strength isn't something that you can change overnight. No. It takes years. Mm-hmm. 
you know. So where are they in that process of building that program strength? You got to wonder. Question. That's the question, obviously, with A&T. I mean, program strength is a big-time question for them, yeah. and it's still going to be that for them going forward. Yeah. Um, obviously, when you look at other teams, you know, Royal Oak, you know what I mean, another team that's got some questions, you know, with program strength. Um, you know, and then, of course, Farmington, you know, they won four or five to close out the year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they were limping there for a while. They Another, were limping. Yep, and, and, and they did it quietly. It mm-hmm. was one of those just kind of, you know, we're always looking at the big boys in the red, the West Bloomfield yep. and Clarkston and, and Oxfords and so on, and they quietly put together a solid second half. Yes. Yes, indeed, and I think that's the thing. Obviously, um, Farmington, I mean, like, they, they got some questions next year, but Peschel's back. That's a huge thing mm-hmm. for them. Um, West Bloomfield, Utica, Eisenhower, you knew that was going to be a really interesting game. Um, I didn't think what Ike would score 24 points, especially without Preston Crum, but they did. But West Bloomfield, obviously, Samaj Morgan showed up and he had a, he had a day. Yeah. And then Dylan Tatum had a day. Understatement. Mm-hmm. And then, uh. Um, well, the last time we saw Ike, it was, uh, Lake Orion, right? Yeah. And Lake Orion just tore in the shreds. To pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Yeah, but West Bloomfield is doing what they do. Yes. Right? Um, mm-hmm. I, I I don't feel the momentum I did last year no. with them. Mm-mm. I do feel that momentum with Clarkston, though. Yes, and they won 50-28 over Oak Park. There was a lot of controversy surrounding that game when it came to clock issues. Really? When it came to um, screw jobs, you know Uh-oh. what I mean? So basically, um, so basically, where was um, the go- the game played? Oak at, Park at Oak Park. So, but anytime you have Ethan Clark there, it takes care of that problem. Running three hundred plus yeah. yards. Yes. So anytime you have Ethan, so if you're getting ripped off or anything, if you're Kirk, Coach Kirk Richardson, just run Ethan Clark. Yeah. Just it settles Clark. any argument you may have. Of course, it settles any argument. Yes. Right. You just run Ethan Clark. Yeah. That's that that line. How good is that offensive line playing for them right now? They're playing well, and 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 let's not forget they lost two All American offensive linemen. Yes, and Cole Dillinger's played really well. They've got some really good pieces there up front. Absolutely. I mean, Kurt Richardson's really doing something. Well, there. the passing game, the running game. Yeah. Defense is solid. Defense is a little concerning. I'd say solid. I'm not mm-hmm. saying stout. Mm-hmm. Solid. Solid. And this is where it comes. We ready to talk playoff matchups? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Uh, we're at uh, 30, 30, 30 some minutes. Beautiful. All right, let's go to D3 first. Um, let's talk Harper Woods taking on River Rouge. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, when you look at Harper Woods, they finished the year at um, They were 7-2. and two, um, Had a really um, good one against E-Course. E-Course was coming in really good as well. Yeah. Um, River Rouge, we talked about them against A&T. I mean, like. When you look at Harper Woods, obviously Christian Stokes, Vinny Boot, Jacob Oden, you got to really talk about there with those three. Um, Rob Oden's done a really nice job at Harper Woods. I mean, this is like a prelude to the OAA if you're Harper Woods because next year you're going to be in the league. And you look at what the Woods has done. I mean, like, just outstanding. You know, playing that type of schedule. Their their schedule is brutal. It was, yeah. Orchard Lake, St. Mary's, Warren D. LaSalle. Um, Pontiac Nordin prep. I mean, like, just and then Pickney also. I mean, just brutal. I mean, yep. just brutal. Yeah, there's uh, they play a tough one, and as an independent currently, mm-hmm. right? 
Regular season's over. The thing is, they can score points, but they also have a defense that can shut you down. Yes, and they did that against Ecorse. Ecorse is a pretty good team. I mean, like, yeah. defensively. I mean, I mean, obviously the key, I think, for Harper Woods, and looking at this game of River Rouge, I mean, like— Rouge can put up the points. Rouge, we saw that. Yes, Rouge can put up points, but they can give up points as well. Yes. So, I don't think Harper Woods is going to have any problem— We'll do picks in a little bit, but I don't think Rouge will have. I don't think Harper Woods will have any problem scoring points in this game, and it's on their home field, which is really good for Harper Woods. Again, this is D three. Yes, it's D three. So it'll be really interesting to see that match between Harper Woods and um, River Rouge. Now let's stay with D three, and you got Avondale. In unbelievable. Uh huh. Shocking. Unbelievable. Yeah. You know who their first round opponent is? No. Birmingham Brother Ice. <laughs> oh, ouch. That is at Lawrence Tech at Southfield, which which I just don't understand. Why are they playing at Lawrence Tech and not a home game? Because is that their that, home field? That's technically, quote, their home field, even mm. though I would have thought, you know, maybe for Birmingham Brother Rice, you know, playing their games at, um, you know, they could play their games at, at Bloomfield Hills. Or, I mean, like, obviously, because, you know, Bloomfield Hills technically has two football fields. Yeah. You know, they have two stadiums. I mean, Formerly at Lothar, and then the um, and then of course you have that the newer one, the newer one yeah. over at the Andover campus. But I, if it was me, I wish Blue, I wish Birmingham Brother Rice would have played their games at Adam Bloomfield Hill, Adam at, at the old Lothar. Well, and not playing at, at um, Lawrence Tech, it's also a recruiting bit for Lawrence Tech. You go there, you see the field, you see the stuff, right? I mean, that's part of it too. That's why Lawrence Tech allows them to use it. Right? Right. It's the same thing Warren DSL at Wayne State. Right. Exactly. Same deal. I am really concerned about this game if you're Avondale. Because yes. <laughs> you're going to be starstruck going to Warren's Tech, you know what I mean, taking on a Brother Rice team who's played a by far more tougher schedule than you. Larger stadium. Larger stadium. They're used to it. They're used to it. Right? We talked about this. Like, uh, the sight lines are different. The atmosphere is different. Playing in a college stadium compared to playing in a high school stadium. Yeah, it's you know just I mean? bigger. It, it changes. The, the, the angles look different, that sort of thing. So, if they can accommodate. If you're Coach Corey Bell, you're going to have to really you're gonna have to really prepare your team for playing at that venue. Yeah. A- acclimation's key. Acclimation is going to be key there. And then you got to look at Birmingham Brother Rice from a talent perspective. I mean, this is a really good team. I know Coach Adam Koretsky very, very well what he wants to do at Brother Rice. All I right. mean, you know, they're going to try to balance it out. And that it's going to be a, it'll be a test for Avondale um, playing that type of game. See, and this is one of those Avondale in the playoffs and some of the D1 teams that didn't make it. And this is what makes my head explode. Mm-hmm. Just unbelievable. Anyway, and then good for Avondale, you're in. Mm-hmm. Let's go to now D2. Um, Berkeley, you know what I mean? No surprise. Top seed in their, in their side of the they district. They should be. They should be. Um, they got an interesting matchup with Waterford Mott in the first round. Obviously, we know what Chris Farr is more than capable of doing. Berkeley is an honorary member of the Lakes Valley Conference. Um, what? Honorary member of the Lakes Valley Conference. Because the other teams in their... The other side of their matchups, you know, who if they win, they'll either get Lakeland or Wald Lake Western. Mm. So that's why I call them an honorary member. Yeah, no kidding. Because you look at this game, you look at Berkeley. People are going to say, well, they, they haven't played the schedule as Waterford Mott has. I mean, Waterford Mott's played, you know, they got some, they got some key, they got some players on that team. Over yes. There. And I know you have experience with the Waterford area. Oh, yeah, a lot. Because 
you know what Coach Chris Barr has done over there. I mean, it's been it's been the like Mott teams are always gritty, man. Yes, they, they are. are tough. They are gritty, and you better play until that clock reads zero. So if you're if Berkeley, you don't, it'll get you. If you're Berkeley, you know what I mean. You're now prepared. You gotta if you're Coach Sean Shields, you gotta prepare now for basically. Everything. You know what Mott's <laughs> going to try to do to you. You know yeah. what I mean? So basically, this could be, people ask me, could this be Berkeley's toughest test? Because, you know, Waterford Mott, different conference. But let's not forget, this team played Livonia Clarenceville. You know what I mean? That's and true. Clarenceville, on the road, really, Clarenceville is better than what people think. Yeah. And they beat them. I mean, Waterford Mott, I know they played a more far the tougher schedule. You know, you're playing against the likes of Stott Lion, yes. Stott Lion East. Yep. You got to play Milford, Lakeland, um, Wall Lake Western. I mean, Wall Lake Northern. I mean, like, and yeah. then they coming off an impressive blowout of Waterford Kettering last week. So, if you're Berkeley, this is going to be a tough matchup it's for you. It's going to be a test. It'll be it, a test. It will be a test. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the question I have for Berkeley is they seem to be scoring points pretty easily, mm-hmm. right? Good offense, solid offense. They can put points on the board. But like you're saying, sometimes the ease of points on the board can be the other side of the coin. Who are you playing? Mm-hmm. Right? Who are you playing? The thing that it, Berkeley's doing well is that they are beating everybody in front of them soundly, mm-hmm. right? They are playing strong. They are beating them soundly. They're putting points up. They're doing what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're kind of limping through some of these games, uh, that sort of thing. Can they match Mott? Can- athleticism, can they match up with their um- – Correct. Mm-hmm. If you get punched in the mouth by Mott, the Corsairs are a tough team. They, they are. Mm-hmm. I don't care who's calling the plays. Mm-hmm. That team over the decades has always been gritty. Right. Gritty and tough. So mm-hmm. that's what they're walking into. So that's if you're Coach Sean Shields, yeah, you gotta match that intensity. You have to match that intensity. You have to basically. You got. This is a huge game for Jake Domowski. He is your best athlete right now. Yeah, and this is going to be a key game. I know they got both Maurice's at quarter. I, I, they got both Maurice's. They got Brandon Peach. I mean, like you got him. But this is if if you want to make noise, if you want to make a me- send a message. Beat if you're Berkeley, beat them. You yep. know what I mean? That's the thing. That's my challenge to Berkeley. And we're not looking for style points either. You just got to beat them. At this point, mm-hmm. win and move on. Yep, you just got to beat them. Um, let's go to Division One now. Obviously, um, let's go with the game on Valley Sports Detroit. I'm not sure why this game's on Valley Sports Detroit, but Tr- Chippewa Valley taking on Troy. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they should have looks- been at Troy a week earlier. They they. This looks like a mismatch on paper when you look at it. It does. Because Troy, yes, they finished eight and one in the blue, but Chippewa Valley plays in the Mac Red. I know. And they're they're coming in angry after losing to Oxford. And how are they making these matchups? Is it based on the points? They do it by points and geographic. You know? So think about this. Chippewa Valley is pretty close to Troy. You know, it's yeah, pretty close. Yeah, sure. Sure. But I'm looking at it like this goes back to the playoff system, the points, mm-hmm. right? How close were they? So who's the top point getter in that section? 
in that district. Um, I think it's Sterling Heights Stevenson. Okay. Yep. So Troy and Chippewa Valley, where they the, the second tier mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. But it's like you said. Yeah, you might have the same playoff points, or you're pretty close. And you go, oh, that's a cool matchup. Mm-hmm. Nah, no, it's not. I don't I mean, when see you look, that. When you look at the matchup, yes, I mean Berkeley Mott, yes. Berkeley Mott, yes. This no this, way. No, because you gotta look at inside the matchup. I mean, look at Chippewa Valley. They got a quarterback in Ryan Schuster. You look at Troy. I mean, obviously Darius Whiteside. You know what I mean, Max Stromberg, but. <laughs> Troy hasn't played the schedule as no. as um as a um as Chippewa Valley has. My uh-uh. goodness, you look at what Chippewa Valley's had to play. I mean, besides Oxford, they had to play. They had to play. I mean, like in the Mac Red, you got to play Dakota, Romeo, Eisenhower. <laughs> I mean, Growth Point South. I mean, like. Oh yeah, that's the same. Yeah. No. No, it's not. Not even close. I mean, I mean, Romeo even as well. I mean, like that's not even the same. I mean, like. So, see, and this goes to the points. It's like, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I don't know either. But, but hey, it is. This is what it is. This what is the is. system we've got. Mm-hmm. They're in. I mean, I, this is not like last year with Stony Creek and Chippewa Valley. No, absolutely not. See that that is a legit matchup. Mm-hmm. That last year's match was a legit match. I don't know hey, about this one. Troy could surprise you, man. Maybe they got ticked off Avondale, uh, rolled them for if t- they over supr- twenty. If they sub- if they pull, it'll take it'll be it'll be very interesting if they pull off the upset. Be really interesting. Oh, it'll be huge. Be huge of a huge. That upset. would be very very big upset. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk Bloomfield Hills. Your favorite team? No. You're wearing a Bloomfield Hills jersey this morning. No, I'm not. This champion. No. Um, <laughs> you know who they got? We talked about this. Who they got? How do you like this to play? Novi, Detroit, Catholic, Central. Yeah, how do you do? How do you do? How do you do? All right. So if you're in the Bloopy Hills student section, the Bloopy Hills cage, <laughs> you're, if you're the Bloopy Hills, like, you got to go like, oh, my God. I know. It, um, we just won but, a blue title. But I, but I will say this. They are undefeated. They've played. I know you hate their schedule. The schedule is a bright, fluffy little uh, cloud and that sort of thing. They did roll through the schedule undefeated. And now That's, here's your reward. Here's your reward. But The Shamrocks. Hey, any team that goes undefeated, that's not easy. I don't care who you are. What your schedule looks I like. I know it's not easy. You got to win on the road. You got to win at home. I know it's not easy, but now you're looking at poss- you're looking at your greatest challenge. You're looking at possibly with CC. I mean, you know they got a good quarterback. You know that they like to run the ball. They can throw it on you. I mean, this is going to be probably as tough a matchup. When okay, so let's compare it. When's the last time they had a team like this that they had to go up against? It's been a while. It's been a while. Right? So th- here's your answer. Here's, right? here's For me, they're legit. They won. They were undefeated. They they take the title, right? Uh, they went on the road. Was that, that was at Troy? That was at Bloomfield Hills. That was at Bloomfield Hills. Okay. They take the title. There's a lot of pressure when you're undefeated. Mm-hmm. They, they survived it. They won they the title. They survived it. They got the hardware. They got the hardware. Now, if, now, now they have to win a playoff game. They have never done that in their school history. So if you want to win a playoff game in your school history, you win this game. You know, 
Do I yeah. think they have a shot? I mean, it's a, it's a tough task. <laughs> it is a brutal task. Yes. I mean, like, so if you're Coach Dan Loria during practices this week, you got to step it up. It's done some. Yeah, there's no yay pat on the back. And you know he's going to say, you got 24 hours. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then it's the next thing, right? Here's a trophy. Yay, pat on your back. It's over. You don't win anything yet. Right. Now you get to play your greatest matchup to date, and that is no by Detroit Catholic Central. Correct. We know what they are more than capable of. We know the league they play in. We know we know the and state championship. And where is that where is that game at? That is at Bluefield Hills. Right. So, so that, that that's the that that's gonna give them some an advantage here. But now you bring it in CC. You're likely bringing in, you know, they're gonna be wearing all white. You know, going against Bluefield Hills, like gonna be wearing all black. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's gonna be really really interesting to see if uh-huh. as Bluefield Hills ready for this. Yeah. That's the cha- That's the question I ask. I asked that in the blog last week. Are they ready for this? What was CC's record coming in? CC, I think, was seven and two. They lost to um Brother Ice, and I know they lost to De La Salle. All right, but no it, cupcakes. No cupcakes. So for Bloomfield Hills, are they ready for this? That's yeah. a big time question. Um, West Bloomfield Novi. I mean, Th- that's a that's an interesting it, game. It I mean, is. This first time since 2017, these two teams met, and Novi went in the swamp and beat West Bluefield. So, if they're not careful, I could see it again. What is Novi's record coming in? I think they're five and four. All right, five and four, limping a little. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I just I know we're not doing picks yet, but that's that's an interesting. Like you said, it's interesting to see what happens. Playing playing at West Bloomfield is tough. Yep. It is so difficult. The crowd. Mm-hmm. The fan support's insane, and they play so well. And hearing Mike Stone's home. voice, yep. yeah. And then that could be a game worth going to going to see. I, I would say yes, definitely. That could be a game worth to see because I know several people in the West Bluefield community invited me to go. Really? Yeah. So you I, should go, I, I, Sammy. I'd take him. I'd go. Okay. Uh, you should go. Okay. You just made my decision for me. Take I a peek because this game, if they handle Novi. You're looking at either Bloomfield Hills or CC. Yes, and it, it could be another interesting run for West Bloomfield. Mm-hmm. They, I, if they can get past the first round and get through Novi, I think they have a good chance of mm-hmm. going really far. It, I don't know why it's it just mm-hmm. Novi is so difficult. They always, I mean, tough schedules. Well, you remember the Kensington league. Lakes. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're playing. They're playing the likes of Northville. You got yeah. Howell Heartland. Um, some good teams. Yeah, right? Belleville even as well. Belleville, I mean, like, we know Belleville. Yep, and then you got Livonia Franklin, Livonia Churchill. Um, good grief. Yeah, dude. So, so West Bloomfield's got the yeah, hands Yeah, I would full. say, yes, hands full, but uh, they're mm-hmm. at home. That's a good yes. That's a good deal. And then we have um, Clarkson-Oxford. This one's going to be a really See, interesting game. After all of that, all of that work you get and fight, Oxford put in in the second half to get in. And you got to go up against Clarkston again. It's a rematch, though. It is. And the first uh, time around was a tight 2017. one. 2017. Yes. So, but they're at, uh, the, they're uh, obviously, at Clarkston. at Clarkston this time. And Clarkston is Oxford cannot, Oxford's, Oxford's not afraid. No. I, no, no, no. I mean, no, this no. is the fourth meeting in two years that these two teams have had. Fourth meeting. Yeah. So these two teams know each other. Oh, uh, 
Yeah. These two teams know each other. They do. You know, so Oxford is not afraid. They can go on the road and win on the road. I mean, like Clarkston, you know, you know, Oxford cannot afford any mistakes. They did shut that down def- Ethan Clark the last time at Oxford. They have to do it Let's again. Do it again. But and then he's he got the guy with the arm, Mike the pillow. Yes, mm-hmm. right. So pick your poison. Do you sh- you have to shut down Clark because th- that'll take the game from a, you know extending the game to shortening that game mm-hmm. if you get Clark on a, a running downhill. Mm-hmm. They have to shut down Clark. Mm-hmm. That's the key. But I I say Clarkson is a monster right now. Mm-hmm. They are rolling. That offense is clicking. That offensive line is pushing people around. Mm-hmm. And this is a very inter- besides uh, Novi West Bloomfield. The other one. These at- two. These these this game. That's very Adams and Lapierre's very interesting. And, as well. uh, yes, and we're about we're at forty. Yep, Adams and Lapierre. Let's talk that one. Yes. And and Adams, we haven't talked about Adams all day. Yeah, they're undefeated. Yeah, they just you know go undefeated, I mean? win the go undefeated, win the white. <laughs> I mean, like they get a very good Lapeer team who is coming in at um, I think they're seven and two. Um, they knocked off um, just knocked off Davidson on a forty-yard field goal. I look at Mid Michigan now, and I and I watch their coverage um, along with ABC twelve and WNEM, loving with Lapeer. Obviously, their line is huge. Yes. They have a running back in Brandon McKenna. Zach Olegiak's been solid at quarterback. I still don't trust this defense. So, what Coach Mike Smith has up here, I just don't trust that defense. Now you're taking on a team that runs severe. Everything looks like it's against Adams, but that veer takes care of so many problems. It does. It does. You can and react to. seen in the Valley at all either. Yeah. You can, with the veer, you can react so many different ways that will just throw that defense off its game. And then, but for Adams' case, they have not seen a line as huge as Lapierre's or Brandon McKenna. Will Will the holes be there? Will the holes be yeah. there? If they have to air it out, can they? Lapierre has some issue. If you shut McKenna down, you shut down Lapierre. That's the key. What if, if I'm Tony Petrino? I'm asking Grand Blank for that film because that's <laughs> yeah. what they did against um against McKenna. You know, you got to shut down McKenna. If it's McKenna and Ethan Clark are virtually the same player. Mm. They are virtually the same player. Oof. So that's that's saying something, Sam. You know. And uh, they will be at Adams, correct? That is at Adams. So and imagine, boy, is that place gonna be hopping or what? The Gold Rush. Yeah, that'll be really interesting. I mean, you're gonna have Lapierre usually brings out a lot of people. Then you have Adams. You know, for Lapierre, this is like, can they compete you think this with is, the OA? Do you think this is? One of the best matchups of all the OAA teams in the playoffs. Adams up here? Yes. yes. I think it's the I think it's the, the best matchup. I think it's the best matchup too. Between two teams that are like um riding high, playing strong, mm-hmm. strength on strength. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Yeah. I mean, like, and I think when you look at that matchup here, obviously for Adams, um, you know Parker Pico is gonna have to play. Griffin Hankey's gonna have to play. Brody Prescorn's gonna have to play. I mean, like you know, th- I mean, like, I'm a little concerned about their matchup up front because Lapierre's line is huge, just huge. And then you look at it on the other side, Kanazas' defense hold Braden McKenna. That's yeah. the key. So it'll be very interesting to watch. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, because Lapierre looked, did not look good against them. Um, they played Grand Rapids, um, Catholic Central, I believe. Mm. I mean, it was a Division Five team. Um, didn't look very good. 
in that one. So we'll see what happens there. All right. Um, let's do some picks now. All right. We're at uh, 52. Wow. Um, Harper Woods, River Rouge. You see Harper Woods Harper Woods, up? baby. You got the moving on past I Rouge. do. It's like going to be tight. Likely seeing the Troy Martin of the King next round. So it'll be really interesting there. Um, Avondale Rice. Is this the year that, um. Wow. Does Avondale upset Rice? Or you're probably laughing inside the mask. Though. I'm smiling big. I'm going to say no. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. Okay. I, I would love to pick them. I mean, we were we were high on them at the start going, what are we going to get? What, what are we, we going to get? get? We were yeah. excited. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, limping in, they got in. But I, I just don't see it happening. I see Harper Woods knocking off Rouge. I do see Birmingham Brother Rice beating Avondale. Um, it's not going to be close. I think the starstruck of being at Lawrence Tech, that's going to be, you know what I mean? That'll definitely be there for them. Um, Division two, Berkeley, Waterford, Mott. We know this is going to be a really good game. This might be one of the best matchups it's, in the um, yeah, area. Yeah. Um, uh, sent, you know, I don't know, Sammy. Is this a toss-up? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Berkeley by three. Ooh. I think it's it's going to be close, and mm-hmm. it's going to be late. Yes. So it, it, I think it's a three-point swing either way. I'm gonna I, I think take, it's Berkeley by three. I'm going to take Berkeley close as well, and I think the reason why I say this is because Berkeley, I just think that they're going to be – they're going to have to hard fight. It's going to be a nip. It's going to be like nip and tuck. But I just think at the end of the day, I just think I trust the Bears winning this game in survival fashion. I think they're going to win that game in survival fashion. All right. Um, Division one, um, Troy, Chippewa Valley. Do you see um any sort of, you see like, I'm looking at this matchup here and I'm saying to myself, it's on Valley Sports Detroit. But when you look at deep in the matchup here, I just don't I, see Chippewa. I see Troy. I see Chippewa Valley just I, going in here. And blowing I'm Troy high. Out. I'm high on Troy. I, you know, you know that. Mm-hmm. I was last year too, right? Yes, you were. And um, but I, I can't, I can't take him this time. No, Chippewa Valley is a different beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, if teams have, when's have has Troy come up with anybody out of the Mac or or anything or uh, out of the Mac uh, at all? I know they played Stevenson. Because I just know even in the OA Red when they go play those teams. They get crushed. They get crushed or is a bloodbath. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is is a battle. So Mm -hmm. if you've never played or played outside. Against the OA Red or the MAC Red. You know, on your your non-conference games, you have no idea what you're getting into. Yeah, and I think if if you're Chippewa Valley, and you know Chippewa Valley's been battle tested playing in the MAC Red. Yes. I mean, like. I think Chippewa Valley. I think Chippewa Valley. Blowout. Sorry, Colts. Yep. Um, Palumpia Hills, Novi, Detroit, Catholic Central. I mean, <laughs> this one's going to be intriguing, but I'm, I'm You're forced. taking CC. I am. I mean, the reason why, schedule's hurt. I mean, like, more battle tested with CC. Yeah. Um, it's going to be. I don't be... know, man. I, I, I want, yes, you, traditionally I want to say CC. Mm-hmm. If you think Blue Hills is going to be taking that victory bell, you know what I mean? Like, I'll be stunned. Me too. But, uh-huh. hey, I've been wrong more than I've been right. Why not? I'll take Bloomfield Hills. Wow. I'm going to try. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i be a homer. Wow. I'll be an OAA homer. You're gonna That's take, usually your job, but I'll be that You're going to take the Blackhawks or the Shamrocks? I'm going to take them. Why oh not? Oh, my goodness. If, They're if, at if home. That, if that happens, I will get you a drink. I will personally <laughs> get you a drink. Seriously. 
Nice ice cold water will do me. Yes, that would. Be, <laughs> yep. But you're going. I'm up. optimistic. You're I like. Optimistic. To, I'd like to see that. Hey, this is. Yeah, they rolled through. You know the league play. Why not? Why not? Um, West Bloomfield Novi. Um, do you see Novi pulling off the upset see. like 2017, or are you going West Bloomfield? I'm gonna go West Bloomfield. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be closer than people think. I think it's gonna be under 10 points. And this is also gonna come late. They're gonna win it late. So I'm gonna take uh, Lakers. Um, but I think this is. Uh, I think it could be a statement game for West Bloomfield. Mm-hmm. Everybody's looking at Clarkston and that offensive mm-hmm. front, right? But I think this could be a statement game for West Bloomfield to say, hey, we're still here. We're the defending champs. I'm going to take the Lakers. I think they play like it. I'm going to take the Lakers convincingly in this one. Um, so you think they're going to roll easy? I think they'll roll easy. Mm. Adams and Lapeer. This one's interesting. <sighs> See, this is one of those flip a coin. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm loving Adams. I've loved Adams all year. Um, I'm going to take them. I'm going to take Adams. They're at home. That place is going to be nuts. Um, but it's going to be – I'm a broken record here, Sammy. I don't have anything written down or anything like that, but my gut's like it's going to be close. Um, I'm going to say 10 points, Adams. I'm going to take Adams in this game close. I think they're going to do just enough to stop McKenna. Um I just think they're going to do just enough. I think the Veer is going to cause ish- Lapeer issues. Um, if you've never played it, you never played it. The Lightning it. haven't played against the Veer. Oh boy. Yeah, and they run it well, really well. So I'm going to take the um, Highlanders um, over the Lightning. Um, Clarkston, Oxford. You know, Clarkston. I'm taking the upset. I'm really? Take the upset. Okay. They've came close three times. They've came close three times. Had that tough loss at Oxford. I know Clarkson got all that experience. Something magical with Oxford, though. I just think the Wildcats. I would love to pick that, but that offensive line is making people look silly. Mm-hmm. For Clarkson. I, I think Oxford could go in there and pull off the upside. I think it could be a shootout. If they make it a shootout, I well, think it, it, I don't I'm hoping they record defense. it. <laughs> That'll be on independent television either. It, it should at, be. Clarkson being these schools, yes. Yeah, it should be. So that'll be really interesting to see what happens there in those games. Um, okay, everybody, a minute before I let you go, keep an eye on the blog at semisimicolon3inboxspot.com. Yeah, oh, um, uh, some OAA Red Cross Country news. Oh, Cross Country news. Lake Orion uh, men take the uh, championship um, last week over at uh, Oxford Clintonville, girls won it. Clintonville Park, I think yep. it was, or Oxford Clintondale Park. Took it, yep. And Oxford women. Now, Lupia Hills also did win a white title as well. Yep, awesome. And regionals is this Friday, so we should mm-hmm. have the results of the regionals next week. Um, if anything crazy doesn't happen. Uh, soccer, obviously. Soccer's still soccer, going on. Troy. You Clarkson's got Troy Clarkson. looking good. Troy Clarkson Grove still in right looking now. Looking good. So we'll see what happens. All right. All right, everybody, I'm going to sign off here. Um, Take care, everybody, and I'll see you all next week, everybody. Take care. God bless, everybody. See you, Sam. Oh, and now it's produced by Sammy Terramuni. The views on this show are his and mine alone. Get out there and watch these playoff games. These kids uh, are working real hard. Get out there and cheer them on and buy a hot dog or something. That's over this edition of Oh, and I. We'll see you next week. See ya. See ya.